Sunday uh, at vir- in virtual worship um, those who were present uh, we had probably another hour long what I deemed as a VIP uh, VIP portion of a worship experience where the Lord allowed um, the Lord just operated um, and dealt um, prophetically um, and uh, we were able to speak into some lives and speak into some people and um, and then express some things that God wanted to reveal and I really feel like people left enlightened and refreshed but even if you couldn't be at that portion if you go back and you watch uh, this past Sunday's message um, can come through dripping come through dripping um, it is a um, it, I believe it's a powerful message and I believe it was I believe it was helpful I believe it was in season I believe somebody can be blessed by it so go back and watch that. Um, for this Sunday, you can watch it on our YouTube channel. Um, if you go, um, if you just go to our Facebook page, Praise Nation Church, um, you'll be able to find it. Um, make sure you find the right one. It should be dated. Um, but come through dripping. That's what it's. Uh, that's what it's titled. Um, you will be blessed by it. Go ahead and watch through it. Um, I think our brother um, Sammy did some did some uh, wonderful, wonderful um, rendition to "So Fresh and So Clean." I really enjoyed it. I asked him to do it, and he did it. Uh, he, he he blew my mind with it. Wonderful words. Listen, go back and listen to those uh, when you get a chance. Go back to listen to either any one of our messages and either one of our um, Bible lives. Um, after today, you'll be able to find me. That's right. You'll be able to find me on SoundCloud. You'll be able to find me on SoundCloud. Um, and you can look if you're missing the morning perspectives every morning you can go to SoundCloud or you can play through them um, play one a morning if you want to or if you just want to list, listen through them I believe that those are helpful um, after this you'll be able to listen to all of our Bible lives on um, SoundCloud you can find me at soundcloud.com forward slash the Pastor Mario that's T-H-E-E Pastor Mario um, you can always go to praisenation.net uh, and find us, uh, and then you can always find me at thepastormario.com. 
ThePastorMario.com. Thank you all for listening, who continue to tune in, continue to listen, continue to watch, um, and stay tuned um, with our ministry. We certain, we definitely appreciate you. Thank you for all of you who continue to sow into our ministry, continue to give. Um, we have a small ministry with a huge vision, and the only way we're going to be able to do that um, is, is with your generosity and you, your giving from your heart to allow us to be able to bless people in their homes and bless people in our community and bless people in the church. Um, it's all connected. Um, and we definitely thank you. So if you want to take a moment, pause, send um, send a blessing. Um, we, we will greatly appreciate it, whoever you are, wherever you're from. We love you and thank you. When this pandemic is uh, over and we know things are, are, you know, we're releasing things, um, we're preparing and we're gearing up to be able to open up to the public uh, at our worship experiences at 1518 South 28th Street. That's the corner of 28th and Hill, Praise Nation Church. And we're looking uh, for you to come and, and worship with us. Um, we have a very unique ministry. Um, somebody somebody asked me, did you start a hip-hop Pentecostal church? I don't, whatever. We are completely undefined. Um, that's why we um, label ourselves not, uh, not Christian church, not Baptist church, not apostolic church, not non-denominational church. We are Praise Nation Contemporary Church. We are a church that's for today. A very simple mission is to honor God, empower people, and, um, and personally, God wants me to help you meet your appointment with your purpose. Again, Sunday was excellent, and um, and somebody um, had asked me, was I going to continue maybe a series on some of the things we talked about? I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to try to do my very best tonight, um, and hopefully we'll be able to shut down uh, and pray out of here by 735 to 740, somewhere in between that, if you're with me, all right? If y'all going to stay with me, make sure you comment, like, share, invite others, tell them, uh, start a watch party, whatever you're going to do, but tell them, don't Miss Bible Live with the Pastor Mario. It's the only place that we laugh, joke, have fun, maybe cry. I don't know. But whatever we do, we still try to make sure that God gets the glory out of it. If you're there, can you pray with me? Father, in Jesus' name, we love you. We thank you for this one that is tuned in, this one that is that is watching on tonight, oh God, I pray that you would bless them across the board, just their minds, just their bodies, just their souls, just their pockets, their finances, just their families, just their well-being in the name of Jesus, oh God. God, we pray now, oh God, that you allow the words that they hear tonight be a blessing to their life, that it would encourage them, not discourage them, that it would empower them, not weaken them, oh God, that they would leave better uh, than they came, oh God, for that one that comes that is burning down, that was confused, that is hurting, that may be heartbroken, that may be sick. Oh God, we pray now, oh God, for you to be the heart mender you promised you to be, the healer that we know you can be, that you would be the director, the leader, the guider, that you would continue to do what you said you would do. You said you would take the cares that we cast upon you because you care for us. You said you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. Oh God, I pray that tonight, God, you would bless that one who needs you now, oh God, as you see fit. Oh God, I pray now, oh God, as we, as we commence this Bible life, that you don't let me say nothing stupid. Don't let me say nothing that's going to hinder somebody. Oh God, but I pray, oh God, that you would that you would hear, uh, that you would see the meditation in my heart, oh God, and let the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. This is my prayer in Jesus' name as your servant listens. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all again. Who are they? Who are they, y'all? Who are they anyway? That's the question that I want to ask. Who are they? Who are they? We have, um, we have, uh, a, a story, an article that was written, um, the NBC News reported uh, yesterday that President Donald Trump won't be unveiling former President Barack Obama's portrait at the White House 
um, which is breaking a 40-year tradition. This is a tradition that presidents, every first-time president, they go in and um, it's a showing and it's a symbol and a sign that whether or not I like the individual, whether or not I agree with their policies, I respect the office. I respect the office that they had. And and while they and while we're on that um, and while they're doing that, um, what they do is they're saying they're saying I respect I respect the position of the office that I hold. Now, the very next sentence in this report really got my attention, y'all, because it said it said um, that those which were familiar with the matter, those who are close to Obama, they actually responded that, well, Obama would not. He was also not interested in attending such an event anyway um, by you. <laughs> Bottom line. Here's, here's the, um, the the problem. Well, there's a problem and a, and a solution there. There's something I don't like, but then there's something I do like. What I don't like is the fact that <clears throat> someone would be so disrespectful as to as to not um, unveil, you know, the portrait. However, what I understand is that that person has their own opinions and that person has their own feelings, and that person is not obligated to honor and respect me or whoever else this is what i like though about obama's um team or his people um and those who knew him and their response is that he didn't want to go to that anyway what am i saying nothing hear me i want you to get this why how did this how does this apply to you this applies to my subject today because i want you to understand that nothing that god has intended for me can be erased by you. Man, did you hear this? Nothing that God purposed for me was predicated on your opinion of me. So it doesn't matter if if the current president decides to unveil a portrait to honor and respect the previous president, it doesn't negate the fact that for eight years, the president of the United States was President Barack Obama. And President Obama, no doubt, understands and is sufficient and he is self-sufficient enough and he's confident enough in who he is to not have to sweat whether or not you acknowledge what happened in my life. You don't have to acknowledge what happened in my life because it happened. This is what I want to tell you. I'm going to tell you a couple of things. I'm going to get you out on time today, but I want you to hear this. If you're writing, write this down. In pursuit of your purpose. I'm going to give you three examples today. In pursuit of your purpose. Hear this. You cannot prioritize people. Hear this. In pursuit of your purpose, you cannot prioritize people. Or you cannot allow people to prioritize you. However you want to look at it. Um, there was no census for you to fill out about people's opinion um, when God called you. If God wanted somebody else... If he wanted somebody else to put input in on his call to you, he would have called him on three way. But he didn't do that. He gave you direct orders. He talked to you about you and what God has for you. It is for you. 
Genesis. I'm gonna, I got I got to revisit this. I know I talk about Joseph so much because I just really I really love this story, but I got to revisit it um, real quick. Just a, just a small portion of it, just to prove this point to you. In Genesis chapter thirty-seven, verses four and five, um, the Bible says in verse number four, he already knew that his brothers didn't like him. The Bible says that. Bible says that you know they thought that his his dad. Uh, their their dad favored him more. They felt like he loved him more. And so as a result, they hated him. So then what happens in verse 5? In verse 5, Joseph, after he has his dream, what does he do? He immediately runs to his brothers. And the Bible says, when they heard this, they hated him even more. Listen, I told you before, your success is not going to make them like you. Man, hear me when I'm telling you this. Your success is not going to make them like you. It's not going to make them more keen to you. I told you, you cannot prioritize what they're going to think. Everything that you do cannot be based upon making, you know, making somebody else, making somebody else feel good or making somebody else, um, you know, making somebody else mad. Y'all know how we do. We try to use fuel. Um, they did. They doubted me, so that means I gotta go harder. Your listen. You cannot allow pissing people off to be your priority. That is that. That's it's messing up your attitude. It's messing up your mindset because it's somewhere along the way you're gonna learn that it doesn't work. They don't care. If they don't like you, they've already made their mind up. They don't like you. I want you to know that 90% of the people who don't like you don't even have a reason. If you ask them why, they couldn't even tell you. I just, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't care for them. Because a hater is going to be a hater. You cannot you cannot um, decide how well you're going to do based upon other people. Whether it's to impress them, to make them like you, or whether it's to impress them um, to, you know, to number to, 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 to number two on them. Either way, it's not going to work. Watch what happened here. He immediately goes to them. The Bible says, verse number five, they hated him more. Your success is just going to pull out what's really in them. Those that really support you, they're going to support you. And the ones that really can't stand you. They're going to find a new reason every single time. They're going to find a new reason to throw salt, to throw hate, to throw shade every single time. You, do, you did better this time, oh, but this and that. You do better this time, oh, but this and that. You do you get to a certain level, oh, he think he's this. No matter what, there's going to always be somebody there who's going to try to throw the shade and throw hate on you. It's just the way it is. So then I've got to be able to focus my purpose and my uh, priority on what God has for me. As long as I'm pleasing God, I can't trip on what everybody else is trying to do. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all hear what I'm saying? I can't, I can't worry about what they think about me. Hear this, hear this. Some of y'all have, have been trying to, um, have, you've been trying to make your circle bigger. Because you have placed too much. Listen, there is, listen, I, I, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, as an entrepreneur and as an entertainer and as somebody who's a people person, I understand um, the value of networking. I understand the value of networking. But I, what I need you to understand is that for the people of God, 
and for those who have a special anointing on your life and for those who have a special call on your life when God says it it doesn't matter who you connect with so you so for some of you you're placing too much emphasis on making your circle bigger and what you need to understand is making your circle bigger sometimes can cause more problems can cause you more trouble watch what happened I need you to hear what I'm saying watch what happened the moment Joseph went to his brothers and told them the Bible says they hated him the more, but then they immediately, instantaneously, they set out motions. They set out a plan to um, be able to hinder him, to get in his way, to put hurdles in his way, to pull him down off his high horse. Immediately, as soon as they found out that he had big plans and that God was going to do something in his life, they tried to hinder him. First, they were going to kill him. One brother said, "Don't let's not kill him. So, they, so y'all know the story. They sold him into slavery. Um, he he went, you know, he was a slave, he was a servant, he was imprisoned. And what they meant for bad, thank God, hallelujah, what they meant for bad, God used it for his good. What they tried to do to set him back, God used it to push him, propel him into his future, into the purpose that God has set for him. I, I can go to, into all of that. All I, all I just want to talk to you about is it's what people will do. But what God has placed in your life and what God has said you aren't to do and what, who God said you are, that's who you that's who you need to be trying to impress, not them people. Your circle getting bigger is not going to be the solution. The bigger your circle, the more space and more room people have. The more people who are connected to you, the more people can pull on you. What's better? Let me ask you this. A long chain or a short chain? Long chain or a short, cha short chain? Which one is better? Well, the long chain, you have a greater opportunity to have a weak link. <laughs> I'm just saying the more links doesn't necessarily mean that it's a better chain. It doesn't mean it's stronger because it only takes one, wing one weak link. I need to make sure that if I'm connected to anybody, I'm connected to the one who has placed the future in his hands. The one that, that has the absolute control. That's who I need to. That's who I need to prioritize in the pursuit of your purpose. You cannot prioritize people. I got to move in pursuit of your purpose. Big game. Check us out. I know this is good. You ain't got to tell me. I know this is good in pursuit of your purpose. Check us out. You cannot quit it. You cannot penalize progress. Don't penalize for progress. Don't penalize yourself because you're doing well. Don't penalize yourself because God is blessing you. I told you before, it's one of my favorite phrases. I tell you, stop apologizing for being dope. Stop apologizing for being great, for being awesome. I've never, listen, I've never understood how people could be in environments, consistently be in environments where they feel like they have to dim their light so that they don't outshine somebody else. Quit it. Quit that. Quit that. Quit that. Quit that. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. If God has blessed you with an exceptional intelligence, be intelligent. You don't have to. Don't dim your light for that. You tripping. If God has blessed you with an exceptional ability to do certain things, you don't have to dim your light so that other people can be can feel better about themselves. 
Listen, I understand, you know, now you can be supportive to other people. You can bless other people. But just because you're insecure about who you are or you don't you haven't found out what you're supposed to be doing or you that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to. Come on, y'all messing up. You messing up. You messing up with that. You're messing up with that because somebody doesn't understand what God is doing in your life. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to. That you're supposed to hide it or be ashamed of your blessing. Hmm. The lamp is supposed to go on the hill. Don't cover up the light. What God has given you, God has given to you for a purpose. For you to use it and let it shine. I never understood how people could consistently be in environments and be satisfied in relationships where they have to mitigate their own anointing for somebody else. For somebody else to feel better, I've never understood men who um, who want who refuse to allow their their wives and their girlfriends who are blessed to be. What are you, are you tripping? Do, do you do you understand the connection? I want my wife to shine. I want her to be everything she can be because when she wins, I win. I never understood pastors who had preachers and ministers and people under them who were just who were extremely anointed and talented and they wouldn't and, and they you know now now sometimes I, I do understand because I understand that sometimes people aren't ready to do certain things um, but sometimes it's not about being ready sometimes it's about your feelings about them and sometimes it's about how you that, if I just be honest, that's just the truth. Sometimes it's not about you you trying to teach them something. Sometimes it's because they're scared. And I can't understand it for the life of me. How you can be comfortable in that environment having to sh having to pull back. Now, the level in which I operate, it comes from God. If I'm blessed, I'm just blessed. Why are you ashamed? God bless you to be able to drive what you drive, to live where you live, to work where you work, to dress how you dress. You don't have to be ashamed of that. God did it. Let me tell you. Call me a lie. Call me a lie so I can tell you the truth. Let me tell you what God said. Let me tell you what the word said. Word said. What did David say? Psalm 109 verse 28. Will you go there with me? Psalm 109 verse 28. Stop penalizing yourself for progress. Watch what he says. He's talking about, he's talking about haters who don't understand why he's blessed, who they want to do something to him because he's blessed. Y'all know that happens, right? I know people sometimes want to hurt you just because you're blessed. Sometimes people want to knock you off your high horse because they're miserable and misery loves you know misery loves company Psalm 109 28 what's it say 20, first 27 I'm going to read 27 it says let them know that this is your hand he said let them know that this is God this is your doing I, it ain't because of me let them know that you did it verse number 28 he said but you know what if they want to curse they want to curse me let them go ahead and curse me let them go ahead and curse me if they like to curse me let them go ahead and curse me he said but you you're going to bless me Either way, whether they like it or not, I'm going to be blessed. And watch what he says. He says, when they attack me, they are going to be disgraced. Them. When they attack me because I'm blessed, they're going to be disgraced because I'm living in the blessings of God. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. They're going to live in disgrace. And watch what he says. And but your servant, but me, he said, I'm just going to go on rejoicing. Read it for yourself. Psalm 109, 27, 28. Let them curse me if they want to curse me. That's cool. He said, I'm still going to be blessed because ain't nothing they're going to be able to do to stop my blessing. But guess what he does? He says, I'm not going to try to not be blessed so that they don't curse me. He said, I'm a, he said, when they attack me, I'm going to go right on rejoicing. 
right on rejoicing. I love this attitude. It's the same attitude that you read every night before you went to bed. You remember? Whatever, whatever, or every funeral you went to or whatever. I mean, your favorite scripture, Psalm 23. Well, Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm -hmm. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness. Why? For his name's sake. Everything that God has given to me, he keeps on giving to me. It's because he's proving himself true. I'm going to keep my word. What's it say? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I ain't tripping. I ain't got a trip. What am I tripping for? For he's with me. I'm not afraid of any evil. God's with me. Why? He's got a rod and a staff. And what does it do? They comfort me. But watch this. Watch what he says here. He says, you prepare a table before me. He's talking to God now. He says, you prepare a table before me. Where at? In the presence of mine enemies. Do you understand what that means? Though my enemies want to do something to me. You, you plotting and planning, you over there, picture your tanks, your guns, your bows and arrows, your swords, your soldiers, your plotting, your, your whatever, all of that. And watch what God, what is what he's saying? He's saying God is still preparing a table. God is still preparing the table before me. He said, he said, let me, well, he passed me the cranberry sauce. Be preparing the table. Oh, you trying to hate? You trying to hate on me? Okay, okay. Sophia back now. Pass me the peas. Sophia back now. <laughs> you gonna do what? Uh, you gonna do what? Okay, that's cool. Pass me the mashed potatoes and beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. A, a, he said before me in the presence of my enemies. In other words, I ain't got a trip. In the presence of my enemies, I'm still gonna eat. I ain't gonna stop because you don't like it. Come on, man. Because you don't like it. Back in the day when somebody used to throw a joke on us, well, you know, we tell them, Psh, I know somebody like it. Somebody said, you cut somebody said you cut your beard off. You don't look the same. Guess what? I know somebody like it. I think she wanted me to grow my beard back too, though. But okay, never mind. I'm growing it back anyway, so you can quit. Whatever. Anoint my hand with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I ain't going nowhere. Hate on me if you want to. Don't like me if you want to, but I ain't going nowhere. But what I'm not about to do is penalize myself from being able to make progress because the progress came from God. And as long as it came from God, I understand there's a huge difference between progress that God sanctioned and that God um, that God um, created. When God produced pro the progress in my life, I don't have nothing to be ashamed about. What you need to be ashamed about is that progress that you you made sneaking, peeking, cutting people, stealing, robbing, tricking, slandering, fighting, chewing, biting your way, messing up people, behind people's backs, backstabbing. That, that's the progress that you need to be penalizing yourself for. Man, Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree. Man, y'all going to let me talk about it? Come down out of that tree. People didn't like him. You know why? Because he was stealing from them. He penalized himself. He said, God, Jesus said, I'm, let's go to the crib. Like, so they go into the crib. He's like, peep game, Jesus. Look, I'm trying to forgive. I'm trying to be forgiven for this. I'm trying to repent for this. He said, you know what he did? Watch what he did. He didn't just say, I ain't going to do it no more. He said, I'm going to give everybody back their money. And not on the top of that, I'm going to penalize myself for stealing from them. And I'm going to give them more than I took. That's what he said. P 
penalize you. If you're going to penalize yourself, penalize yourself for that stuff. But don't penalize for what God did. You walked in there with bad credit and walked out with something spectacular. You walked in there with stuff on your record and walked out with a great job. You walked in there having uh, having been guilty, but walked out, found innocent. Don't you apologize for being blessed. You just begin to give God the praise for it. In pursuit of your purpose, you cannot listen. You cannot prioritize people. You cannot penalize yourself for progress. And lastly, in pursuit of your purpose, you cannot allow, um, watch this, your potential to be predicted. You cannot predict your potential. In the pursuit of your purpose, it just, potential can't be predicted by you and by nobody else. Watch this. I need you to hear this. We're going to do it. Let's talk. Let, let me read a familiar passage of scripture that you're used to. I hope this is helping somebody. Is this helping? Is this helping anybody? Say something. Say something. Type me. Somebody say, yeah, amen. Or maybe hand or something. I hope this is helping somebody. In pursuit of your purpose, listen, potential cannot be predicted. It cannot be predicted. I don't care what you think about you. I don't care what they think about you. I don't care where you've been. I don't care. I don't care about none of that. Let me explain to you that if God says you, this is what we talked about. So you got to go back and watch Sunday's sermon so this can help. So this, so this, this can be a, this, this is like, um, this is like coffee after dinner, but you need to go back and get that. You need to go back and get that. If God chose you, God chose you, not your cousin, not your sister, not your neighbors. He chose you. He chose Moses. Moses was like, but I be stuttering. He said, just take your brother with you, but it's your job. You take your, your brother can go with you. He's articulate. Take him with you. But it's your job. I'm not putting it off on him because he oh he speak better. That means it's for him. That don't mean that don't I didn't I'm not transferring the anointing because of that. I'm not going to transfer the assignment because of that. I gave you the assignment. Now I'm gonna give you everything you need to make sure that you can do it. But you are responsible for it. Let me read this familiar passage of scripture. Pursuit of your purpose, your potential cannot be predicted. First Samuel chapter number 16. Y'all know it? Y'all know it well. Let me read it. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse to Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. All right. I'm going to read. I'm going to read this. Um. I'm going to read this in the, the Mario version, the, the, the Mario uh, standard. Um, can I do that? Can I read the, the Mario standard version? The Lord said to Samuel, how long are you going to keep on crying over Saul? And I already told you, and I already told you he ain't going to be the king no more. He said, get up, get your oil and go to Jesse. Find Jesse in Bethlehem because I've chosen somebody already. Samuel said, well, how can I go? Because if Saul, Saul going to kill me, if he found out I'm going to go get an, uh, anoint another king. And the Lord said, just, he said, don't worry about all that. Just get you a heifer and, you know, and tell, tell everybody you're going to sacrifice, make a sacrifice to the Lord. Tell them you're coming to sacrifice to me in which you are, which you are. He said, and then invite Jesse to the sacrifice. He said, when you there, he said, I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to anoint for me. The one that I tell you to anoint. Check this out. Check out what he does. Samuel did what the Lord said. Samuel did what the Lord said. 
When he got to Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, did you come in peace? Did you ain't come to start nothing? Because we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't trying to do, we ain't. Look, he said, he said, yeah, I come, yeah, I come, I just come to make a sacrifice to the Lord. He said, consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. Now, peep game. Check this out. In pursuit of your purpose, your potential cannot be predicted. Check it out. What did he say? When they arrived, watch this. Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands before the Lord. Because he just looked like, he looked like the king. This got to be him. Right? Let's watch what people God said. God said this. He said, check this out. He said, He said, Look, quit looking at what he looked like. I don't care none about his height. I don't care none about all of that. He said, I rejected him. Because some of y'all are blessing people and anointing people and thinking people are great because of the way they look, because they look good, because they fit the certain criteria, because they run in the right circles, because they dress a certain way. And God is like, that's not, what's that mean? Some of y'all join y'all church because of that, because uh, the pastor look good or because they lay like a great couple or because, um, you know, or whatever, because, oh, yeah, he sang and play, he sang and preached yeah, or because whatever, because he got a, oh, he got a beard. Anybody with a beard like that. Y'all know how y'all do. All right. For the stupid reasons. And y'all look for look, look at people and anoint people. And I'm talking about I'm not talking about anoint, I'm talking about your law, the anointing you be giving people because of what they look like. And God is saying, quit doing that. That that's stupid. The Lord does not look at things. Verse number seven. He said the Lord doesn't look at things people look at. He said, I look at the he said, Y'all look at the outward appearance, but I'm looking at the heart. He said there's something beyond the outward appearance that makes a difference. And some and some some of y'all following people and y'all indulging in people and y'all Promoting people who don't care nothing about you on the inside. To you, they are you another number, you another dollar. This real talk. Some of y'all are in relationships with people because they look good and they don't care nothing about you. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to, brother? You got a bad one on your arm. You keep you a bad one, don't you? I know you do. Let your money dry up. Is she still gonna stay around? When you get sick, is she gonna hang around? When you gotta bring your kids over, is she gonna hang around? Come on. I'm talking about somebody who's real. It's got to be beyond your relationships. It's got to be beyond what you're looking beyond what you're looking at. You better learn how to see what God sees in the heart. Anyway, he's looking at Eliab, and God said, "Nope, not him." Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, "Nah, not this one either. Not this one neither." Jesse then uh, had Shammai pass by, but Samuel said, "No, the Lord has not chosen this one either." Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord is not chosen. Who are they? Who are are, are they? Who are these people? The Lord has not chosen them. He said, you don't got no more. This is all the sons you got? Because God said one of your sons and neither one of these is it. Who are they? Why are you trying to predict somebody? Why are you trying to predict my potential? Why you? Why you can't? My question is, watch this. He says, "Still there is a youngest." Jesse answered, "He's tending the sheep." Samuel says, "Send for him, and we're not gonna sit down until he gets here." Why wasn't he here in the first place? Why you didn't bring him in the first place? You trying to predict that he can't do nothing but tend sheep? Because to you, you feel like. You feel like he's a sheep tender? 
Come on, man. You feel like he can't do nothing else? Surely he can't be the king. Don't worry about him now. You go do that. We're going to go to do this because one of them is probably the king. Quit trying to predict that. Come on, man. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. I don't know who you are, my brother, my sister, my friend. You've been tripping. You've been letting people try to predict you. Predict that on you. Because you ain't got a... You don't got the highest level of education because you got you got stuff on your record because you on probation right now. You ain't got no money because you got kids you can't take care of because you got bills you can't pay. And you're looking at what right now is. And God is trying to say right now, can't right now don't determine what I'm going to do. The promise I made, the promises I made, it's always come. They always come to pass. They're always yay. God can't lie. I'm saying to you, I got you, yo. He said, whatever it is that you need, whatever it is you're looking for, he said, you find it in me. He said, if all I need you to do is trust me, all I need you to do is believe in me. You can't predict your potential because eyes have not seen, nor neither has ears heard the great things I have in store for you. He said, I'm able to do exceeding abundant more than you can ask or think. That don't just that don't that's not just signs and wonders. That's right there in your life, right there in your heart, right there in your house. I'll give you promotion you don't deserve. I'll connect you in a relationship that you based on your track record you don't deserve. I'll pour into you like you never anticipated. Because who I bless. If I'm, I'm, if I'm with you, I'm more than the world against you. That's what God is trying to tell somebody. Who are they? They don't matter. Who are they? In pursuit of your purpose, you cannot prioritize people. You cannot penalize yourself for progress. And um, you just absolutely cannot predict, don't even attempt to predict the potential. God can take you to higher heights, new heights, Every single day, you will be the miracle. And then that'll be your testimony. Look where he brought me from. Look where he brought me from. Listen, I'm Pastor Mario. Um, I've had a great time with y'all today. I tried to keep it as close as I could, y'all. I know I went over again, um, but I did say, I guess I'm, I'm not too far. I'm not too far gone. Um, can I pray with you real quick before we go? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, love you and thank you for all that you've done, all that you've given. God, I pray that this word would bless somebody who felt discouraged, who felt like giving up, who felt like they weren't good enough. Somebody who felt like a yellow starburst, remind them that a pink one in the name of Jesus. Lift up their mind, lift up their heads. Oh, ye gates, help them to be ye lifted up and come in their life and bless them, pour into them, allow them to be blessed, allow them to understand how highly favored they are of you. In the name of Jesus, oh God, make clear your plans for the lives of those who are listening. Make clear your anointing. Give them double portion. Make them stronger. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we give you all the glory and all the honor. Amen. 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 Again, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you um, if you want to listen to it at another time, you can always come back to it. Um, make sure you come back and catch us. Join us this Sunday at 11 o'clock a.m. 97 FM, uh, 97 to beat FM. 
Um, I might be saying it wrong, but it's right there on the screen. Um, you can also catch us at 12 o'clock uh, p.m. for virtual worship for a live interactive worship experience right there in your living room. Um, that's If you have YouTube, you can catch that on YouTube um, and you can put it on your TV screen. Make it make it big. Blow it up. Um, whatever you need to do. But get your family together so you can watch virtual worship uh, at Praise Nation. Thank you all for tuning in. If you need prayer, if you need to connect with our church, if you need a pastor in your life, somebody who can connect with, go ahead and reach out to us. We want to talk to you. I would love to communicate with you. I would love to be your plug to the kingdom of God. I'm the Pastor Mario. That's all my time. Got an appointment with your purpose. Got an appointment with your purpose. Oh yes, you got an appointment with your purpose. Find out more about me at www.thepastormario.com. That's T-H-E-E. Pastor Mario.